Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 27. This is the WrestleMania that The Miz headlines. That's all you really need to know. The Miz headlines and uh, The Rock is the host, but he looks like Pitbull in the poster, so it's not a good one. There's no way around it. It's not good, and it sucks because it's not the wrestler's fault. I, I really do get it. There's about an hour of this WrestleMania that just could be completely wiped clean, and if that goes away... This becomes a pretty good WrestleMania, but that's not how we live. We live in the real world. Speaking of the real world, thank you. That's a Miz reference, and I don't even know it. Thank you to everyone that read my piece in Neutrons Protrons, specifically the people that read it in November and then told me in February, hey, uh, didn't that uh, place called Rolling Stone uh, you know, do, do the thing that you did? Thank you. I, I really do appreciate that. I wrote a thing for Neutrons Protrons in uh, November of 2015, and then in February of 2016 which is in the month that we're currently in when we're releasing this, they ran a piece eerily similar to mine. And uh, thank you to everyone that read my piece and read their piece and was like, hey, uh, you, you did that first, and uh, they're kind of doing the same thing as you, but with the, the same words. So I, I really do appreciate that. And extra special thanks to the people that commented, specifically the people that commented into the Rolling Stone piece. If you are so inclined, I'd be kind of grateful if you could also do that. I can't do that because that's kind of weird. I could do that. I'm not going to do that. It's a weird thing. I don't know if maybe maybe the guy that wrote the same the same ideas that I wrote didn't see mine first. Maybe. Maybe that's a possibility. I don't know. I can't say whether or not that's true, but I can say thank you to the people that said this person blatantly took what you did on a much bigger platform and... Uh, Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. If you're so inclined, once again, don't stop. I don't see a reason to stop. John Cena hasn't stopped, and he's amazing. And uh, I'm a big John Cena fan. He's a good man. I will try to be as good as John Cena. I know it's not possible. I'm not going to be as good as The Rock. I'm not I'm not saying I will ever be as good as The Rock or John Cena, but I will try to be as good as them. They're very good men. Anyways, Chris Kelly and I talk about WrestleMania 27 in this episode, and uh, Chris Kelly is a fantastic writer, and something he likes to do on the side is occasionally DJ and one of the things that he put together on SoundCloud is a thing called Pump Up Power Bombs and it's 25 minutes I'm sorry it's 60 minutes and I think there's like 25 different uh, wrestlers themes in it so it's sort of a workout mix and it's a lot of fun and I have actually used it if you would like to download that it is in the podcast description I do have another show called Ubi Est Mia that's in the WGN podcast network called WGN Plus that's a show all about Chicago by former Chicagoans and uh, somebody that you might enjoy. His name is Marty DeRosa, and he does a fantastic show called Wrestling with Depression. He's amazing. He's been on the show before, so if you're so inclined, that's also on youmethemeverybody.com. One final plug before we begin. Our next live show is Friday, March 4th at the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C. And I can tell you honestly and sincerely if you come to You, Me, Them, Everybody Live at the Wonderland Ballroom on March 4th, 2016, you will have a better time than watching WrestleMania 27. Okay, here we go. WrestleMania 27, the one where Miz headlines. I thought it's called Good night, the, everybody. I thought it's called the biggest WrestleMania ever. Is that really the tagline? Yeah. That's not that bad, actually, yeah. is a tagline. April 3rd, 2011, live from the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It looks really good. It looks like SmackDown. <laughs> Your it's, favorite. It's Just all the blue. Blue light. So the poster on this one um, bugs me because every time I see it on We uh, might have the network. exact same note. Okay. It has John Cena, The Undertaker, Miz, Triple H, Randy Orton, and Pitbull. Thank you. That was <laughs> it, my one note. Yeah. That's why I stayed away from this WrestleMania for 
at this point a year. Dale. I thought it was Pitbull. It's The Rock. It's, it's The Rock. It's the other famous bald, um, not black, non, non-white bald guy. Pitbull's, is Pitbull Cuban or Dominican? Cuban. He's Cuban. The Rock isn't Cuban. No. They look like twins on this poster. Yeah, it's really. I, I, I think don't they know, just I've photoshopped never seen the hell the rock out of like it. This. Yeah, every time I see it in the corner, I even watching it, I go back to it, going, "Oh, when is Pit? Oh no, it's still the rock." And it wouldn't be surprising considering we've had like a thirty-minute Kid Rock set. Yeah, you would think, "Oh yeah, Pitbull." Pitbull would be a sense. good host. Yeah, he has just headlined the Grammys for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Why not headline WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay, but it's not Pitbull, it's The Rock. It's The Rock, so that's really confusing right off the bat. It's the host that no one ever wants. The Ro- Well, that's not true. People like The Rock. People are glad The Rock is there. Yeah. WrestleMania doesn't need a host. This WrestleMania, generally the problem is it doesn't need to exist. It sets up nothing the, the next years. Yeah, I, that's next the, two years, that's right? The problem is it's, it's a total placeholder, and this whole feud and this whole thing with The Rock and Cena and The Miz is just... So this, the, so even though the Miz year. headlines, this isn't about the Miz at all. No. Okay. Yeah, it's like two people, like people in a relationship, and someone cheats with someone. It's like no, they're not in love with that person. They're just trying to like get back at the other person. You're just a tool to move a story kind of forward. Yes, Miz is a tool. Well, you know what's weird about I kind of the older I get, the same way I like JBL more and more, the same way I like yeah. the Miz more and more. Not because I think he's good at what he does, but because no. you could tell that that guy tries. Yes. He commits to the bit. Oh yeah. And just as someone that has ever talked into a microphone it's like, and that's ever, like, written anything or ever tried to do something, that's respectable. Yeah, and as far as the people who have self-actualized... Yeah, he like, gets it. Yeah, it's not like... Any, like, everyone, all these people who are wrestlers, they wanted to be wrestlers, they mm-hmm. trained, they became them. But he was, like, he was on the real world, he wanted to be a wrestler, and he made it happen just by, like, whatever connections you get on the real world. The two jobs you can get off real world are congressman and wrestler. <sighs> Those are the two good jobs God that people damn. have gotten. We live in a wonderful world. Yes. And in a wonderful country. So America the Beautiful was sunk by the lovely Good Carrie, transition. Lovely Carrie Hilson. I've only done 20-something of these. I'm getting good. I don't know who that is, by the way. Uh, she's an R&B singer. Did you know who she is? Yeah. Okay. I can't name her songs, but yeah. Because this was your job or is your job. You yeah, write about this, bullshit like this. Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm not right. insulting your job. I have the exact same type yeah, of job, no. except I don't write as much about music. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't. There's a lot of um, not Beyonce and Rihanna's in the 2000s. Got it. And this is yeah. This is 2011. So this is not long ago whatsoever. It feels like I don't know a decade old. Does it? It feels like a long time ago. Yeah, I think in wrestling time, just because I I feel like a couple things change over the next few years that we're still stuck in like the Cena era. Yeah, and we're coming out of it, but not fast enough. Oh my gosh, it's so interesting because this is the first year from WrestleMania play to WrestleMania star where I've paying attention yeah. for I think the entire time or close to it people are dropping like flies all of the time how and, so well just if there's like five people that I thought were going to be in WrestleMania oh, six yeah. months ago that this are now year, either hurt or like injured this is going to be a really fascinating one yeah okay well, it's the same with this I, every year I'm like who are these people how long were they in the company it's like five years yeah. two years one year Right. And it's totally normal, and it's totally okay. Yeah. It's just the way bodies work. Yeah. And, like, even five years ago, this is 2011, maybe half of these people aren't in the company anymore. Right. That's crazy to me. And then the other half. It should not be crazy. The half that you're like, there's no way they'll be around in 2016. They're They definitely are. Because they've well, figured out how steroids work yes, perfectly. Yes, they did. So the 
the stagecraft, that's one of the things that makes it feel like the modern era because it's just that huge screen, uh, the reflective stage. It says WrestleMania down the ramp. It's like a massive. The ramp is huge, yeah. maybe 40 yards. By the way, this yeah. is in the Georgia Dome, so it's pretty easy to kind of tell how yeah. long of football field. Right. And the whole... Maybe I should have eaten before. Uh, by the way, <laughs> you made a mix. You made a 60-minute mix of all wrestling themes. Power up. Uh, pump up power bombs. And I ran to it today, and I just got back from running and showering. I kind of look like Pitbull. But I didn't eat enough, so my brain isn't all there. And I definitely didn't drink enough water because I, I could hear the peas, and I don't like them. Not yeah. a fan. Anyways, yeah. continue. Okay. Um, I gave you a lot to work with there. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so then it starts with this kind of intro that, to me, it felt like like someone doing a bad, uh, what is it, Jimmy Pardo SNL intro? Just like, live from Atlanta. And oh, like, yeah, Jimmy. that's not Jimmy Pardo. Who's the real guy? That's uh, Jimmy Pardo has never not funny. Okay, which is a comedy podcast. Oh, yeah. Which is very Don uh, Don Pardo. Okay, yeah, no relation. I think I don't Something think like so. That. I just Jimmy Pardo, Pardo is from Chicago and talks about it all the time because <laughs> legally you have to. <laughs> yeah. Don Pardo uh, died died not too long ago and re- replaced by Daryl Hammond. Right, which Who's was doing a impression basically, right? Kind of. Yeah. It's slowly becoming more his. That is the greatest announcer casting, I think, maybe since Ed McMahon. No, that's a lie. Since, um, since hey now, since Hank Kingsley. Okay. That's the, okay, yes. Because, like, they've trotted him out in the past, like, two months as both Trump and Clinton. They could do anything with the guy. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Back to WrestleMania. Unfortunately. Um, and The Rock is introduced as, you know, the jabroni beaded and pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising. Which, by the way, once you get, learn to love Ric Flair and yes. Ric Flair in your life, you realize how much of The Rock is Oh, just The Rock is just Ric, Ric Flair, Flair for... meets the Iron Sheik. Okay. That's it. Yeah. It's the best. Because he took Jabroni? Yeah. Yes. Um, and he took a lot of the heel moves from him. Fair. Um, you know, and the one thing I noticed in it is that he does say that he's the most electrifying man in show business, which they used to say sport, in sports entertainment, but at this point, he's been away for seven years, except for his couple sporadic mm-hmm. appearances. Um, and I was looking at the movies he was doing at this point. It's not peak rock yet. We're in peak we're, rock we're, now. Yeah, we're getting there. It's Walking Tall, Be Cool, Reno 911, no. Get Smart, Tooth Fairy. You know, it's like... but you know, Was he in the Reno 911 movie or TV show? The movie. I don't he's the that. guy... I think he's... Do, doesn't something happen where, like, everyone dies and they're the only ones left? I think He, so. like, walks into, like... Uh, like a helicopter blade and gets chopped to pieces. Got like it. He died. Okay. It's almost like other guys where he dies immediately. It's like stunt casting? Yes. Okay. So he is... Uh, but you know what's coming out a week later after this WrestleMania? Fast Five. Oh, so we're So it all right makes sense of why... Peak Rock. Yeah, why he's back, why he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and at this point he's doing this... He's feuding with John Cena. Um, and he's talking about, you know, the rainbow fruity pebble t-shirt and he's doing yabba dabba call and response. Um, and it's not clear here and not, I don't think clear at any point why the rock and John Cena are feuding. It's just because he doesn't like that. He wears colorful clothing. That's the premise of the entire feud. I've watched all of these promos trying to understand it. Future promos make sense. Like you've yes. cost me my shot. This is the, but leading up to it. Nope. There is something, but they never mention it in this, and they I guess they didn't mention it in some of the promos. There had been a thing when Rock was away that they tried to kind of make into a story. We're seeing it in an interview, said something kind of innocuous about, like, 
you know, this guy says he's a bit about wrestling and he's, where is he kind of thing. He's off in Hollywood, which is fine. And they try to spin that into a story, but didn't do a good job of it. Um, yeah. There is one line that I would like to say. Uh, sure. Okay. I have a question about this. This is so dumb. I have to ask you about something I watched a week ago. It yeah. took me three or four sittings to get through all four hours of this right. while trying to be entertained. Does it go in order? America the Beautiful, quick montage, then 10 minutes of the rock on mic? I bl- Is there a montage in there? I have montage after. Okay, so it's a, it's not, but it's not a real montage, right? It's like a, maybe there is no montage. No. Maybe the montage was just America the Beautiful. Yeah, there's the America. Okay. I have, I have a line in my notes that says montage, but it says I have nothing other, no other notes. Okay, so it goes it. America the Beautiful with the America montage. Yes. Then 10 minutes of rock mic yeah. time. Then, like, a title screen, essentially. Yes. Then Michael Cole finally saying something. Yes. Oh, geez. Yeah, and I watched it a week ago, and I managed to block out Michael Cole. The Michael Cole stuff is super important, but he actually has a very interesting line. This is the fabric of Americana. That's interesting. That's an interesting line, because that's not a thing. Right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a malapropism. It can't be the fabric of Americana. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And I don't, and, and that's one of the, and because it's at the top of the show, I feel like that was on the script. Like someone must have written that. Yes. Yeah. Well, Vince is super literate. Well, the, the reason why I bring that up is because later on we have JR, mm-hmm. and he says one of the best, like, throwaway lines of the 27 of these that we've watched. And we'll get right. to that later. Sure. So the announcing team, we have to make special note of because it's now uh, Josh Matthews and Lawler are sitting together. Lawler, um, at this point of the night, is in his elder statesman. I can't because I'm the old, like the last of the old generation. I have to be sort of be the respectable one. I am now playing the role of Gorilla and Jr. Yes, and Michael Cole is playing the role of heel. He's a heel. He's a twerp heel. He's just like a twerpy guy, and he's in his a his glass case of emotion. His uh, coal mine is what they call it, or the fortress of aptitude. And he's now like he had started a feud with Lawler and Jr. At turning him heel, which he, I know. I don't know why. They okay, so this the only reason this this has to be like, okay, Cole, you're going to play the role of Vince McMahon to the entire wrestling universe's Bret Hart type of thing? Is that the... I think it was just... Because we've already settled that last WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so we need to like have this pointless authority figure. Oh, I think a little bit of that, I think just to try to change it up, the dynamic with Lawler being a heel commentator. I don't know if they wanted like Mike Cole to have this, this trick in his bag, and I don't know, they okay. need time to kill. Well, okay. Yeah, um, which we'll see later. So th- that's like how we're going to have to deal with the first half of this mania. It's almost yeah. the exact, it's almost in two parts. Right. The first half of this mania. Okay, let's get to the first match. Yeah, so this is uh, Alberto Del Rio um, making his WrestleMania debut, accompanied by Ricardo Rodriguez, his announcer, and then later by his bodyguard, Brodus Clay, comes down to Rolls Royce. Um, and, they, and this is where they use the big screen actually works. Like they have a... I love it. It, it, it looks like his... his uh, Palace. Mexican palace. It's yes. So it's great. Yeah. And so he had won the 40 men Royal Rumble and um, challenged uh, challenged Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship, the lesser belt. Um, although this is the first time in WrestleMania history that's in the first match. And it's probably like the first, most important, just based on that, with like consequences since heart to heart. For sure. Yeah. Uh,. In terms of consequences, oof. no, because uh, Money in the Bank is that 
Yeah, it depends on how you look yeah, at it. Yeah, because a lot of biggest. guys that won Money in the Bank, they end up winning the, the crappy belt anyway. Exactly, I understand that. And it's also Edge is, I don't really have much about the, the actual match. It's Edge's last uh, match because um, he goes on to retire the next week. He had neck injury in 03, and he's starting. He retires to, the next week? Yeah. Oh, he's shit. He's starting to have pain and losing feeling in his arms, and he risks paralysis and death. Does that sound familiar? This is, becomes a recurring theme. And just happened, uh, as we mentioned last time, uh, where Daniel Bryan had to retire. Uh, last time he, and I mean, he, both times Bryan won belts at WrestleMania. He had to step back the next week too. Was it really the next week? I think you're wrong. I don't think it was the next. Okay, week. not the IC soon belt. Soon after he was in, the, I, he did the IC belt for about a month. Yeah. He told Luke Harper to drop him on his neck to test it out, and now he had to retire. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Do you have any, anything about this, the match itself? No, but I have some other notes that I would like yeah. to include. For the, I don't know if it's the first or second time, but we now have a video cube that drops right. down before every match, which is both neat and scary because mm. the, WWE doesn't have the best history of dropping things from the center of the <laughs> ring. Yeah. So, end I don't know, every half an hour, it's like, hey, remember Owen Hart? Remember that, There's yeah. that, and then the second thing is, because of that, you know that there can't be any quick starts, right? And that kind of takes a little bit out of it. It yeah. looks cool, though. It looks it, and I, yeah, I think they had the last one. I don't think they do it anymore, thankfully, because it does just take it just takes away from it. I think it it's slows a, everything down yeah. as it should if you're doing it correctly. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd like to point out that the first bell doesn't ring until 23 minutes in. Yeah, it's like what have we been doing here? You know. That being said, I'm not going to complain about 10 minutes of the Rock on Mike. It's yeah. pretty great. I said The Rock's the best, even though the story is, makes no sense. That was my note. He's coming so away from entertaining. He's so, he, he just gets it. Yeah. So, yes, it sucks that it starts at 23 minutes, but America the Beautiful, she didn't, like, stretch it out. Yeah. The Rock is still great. We don't need the Cole thing, whatever. The Del Rio entrance is awesome. Yeah. Edge probably knew it was his last one. I'm sure. Or had a feeling. So let him soak it in. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, and I... I and then after they win, inevitably, the Rolls-Royce, which I'm surprised they never did this with JBL's cars, but they wrecked the Rolls-Royce. And wreck is, they, they did a very little damage, as much damage as they could do without well, costing so, exactly. them too much money. Um, so they like keyed his car. Uh, and yeah, and then Edge retires. It's kind of interesting because I looked up, he has this 31 championships, second most in WWE history after Raven because I think they, they count all Raven's ECW stuff. Um, you know, and he did everything. From tag stuff to and comedy stuff to, you know, as a face and heel and serious guy. and um, But he really is like the sting of WWE. He was like just reliable and never the guy. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think, I think it's a good I think analogy. Maybe, a, a, maybe even a step below just because he was never the face of the company. No, no, like no he was a Undertaker's vampire. Yes. In Philadelphia where they hung a man. Yeah. And it's actually... Um, only because you mentioned that he does mention in his I looked up his retirement speech because all this Daniel Bryan I was like oh let me go see mm-hmm. his retirement speech and it was really, it was good it's not Daniel Bryan's is like best in history but uh, Edge was talking about that what his career's gotten he's like I was a vampire <laughs> like he just kind of like <laughs> remember that guys like he does he, ex- he never did indie stuff right he was no I don't think so okay so maybe like maybe a, you know for like there were, the indies were different, I think. it was Yeah, not like for some like, reason, I feel like now these guys that have done the indies, you automatically get this like sense of cred, be it deserved or undeserved, uh, and like sadness. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Edge might have been better, but at least he got to collect that check, so when he retires, it's not as sad. 
Yeah. Or like these guys, like Daniel Bryan or Kevin Owens, it'll be like they never made as much as they should have. Yeah, they toiled for. Yeah, a something like that. But right. I do the the ring in this match and the entire night. It's louder, or it's either louder than it's ever been, mm-hmm. or it's more clearly miked than it's ever been. Okay, which is a great thing. You hear slaps a lot clearer. They are catching up with the audio to the visuals, which is really impressive yeah. and and really gutsy and ballsy because now we know how matches work. Uh, you could easily be like, oh, he's calling the match. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's got to be even harder for these guys to hide stuff. So kudos Definitely. to them. Um, I, here's what I have for my one biggest note. These are two of the best wrestlers of the night. Mm-hmm. This is probably the second best match of the night. Sure. And Del Rio does this kick to Edge's head off the ropes. Yeah. And I don't know what that's called because none of the announcers call it. Yeah. Cole says, oh, my, that's it. This might be remember when the the notes came out like the TMZ they got the call like the call sheet of what you're not allowed to say as an announcer like the memo um which was like a bunch of memos over many many years I you know I don't recall listening for that because watching WWE kind of get conditioned and not you know the move names and they might not even or might not call them but yeah this might be in that era where it's like we're moving towards like in the in, initial montage this is after the brand split this is WWE Incorporated. This is an entertainment company. This that might be. I mean, that's a step up in Zaguri, but they might not be. They might be calling it the what a maneuver or the oh wow at this point. That's a great point that makes a lot of sense and yeah. explains the entire card. It's entertainment because it's I, not very good entertainment. I but just it's entertainment. the whole time I'm just like, oh man, Gorilla would do such a good job calling this. Yeah, it's just even yeah. if it's every twenty seconds him going like another Irish whip that makes it better. Yeah, and. I understand all of the things that you're saying. Right. It's just so disappointing, but yeah. I understand it. So moving on. Yes. So the next match is uh, there is one good line Cole has when yeah. they're smashing the car. Uh, how's Del Rio going to get home? <laughs> <laughs> he actually he drove to to Atlanta from parts Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to the next match. This is uh, Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. Um, at this point, it's dashing Cody wrote. Well, he had been dashing, and then uh, Mysterio legit broke his nose, and then he started wearing like a Rip Hamilton mask as if he was Doctor Doom. It's still great. Yeah, he this... has the Doctor Doom cowl as well. Oh yeah, because he's a huge comic book nerd. That's why he comes out now looking like Mister Sinister. Meets I love it David so Bowie. much. But he uh... he's not over. The crowd is not no, a fan. Yeah. Um, what I completely forgot the Mysterio gimmick. I didn't even take a note. Captain America. Oh, that's right. actually makes it's close because right. it's the only comic book guy you're going to be able to do at this point. This is pre. Is this 2011? Marvel. No, this cinematic? is 2011. No, 2011 was uh, Captain America came out in theaters. Then that's probably why I did it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there's so much of this. So, so that actually has the you know impetus for a story, and the match basically becomes that. Um, Cody keeps using Ray's takes off his which is brace. what you should be doing. Yeah, because there's the whole thing. I think we were talking about this the other, the last one with uh, Hogan's uh, buddy using the face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that. Bruce the Barber, but it's also something that yeah. Stone Cold says all the time. If there's a thing you can use, use the thing. Right. So I love seeing this. This is very old school '80s wrestling, which I yeah. love. Just the crowd doesn't like it, and it's really right. disappointing because both of these guys are really good at their jobs. Yeah, no, they are good, it and, sucks. and this is kind of yeah. This is Ray. I don't know. He's like, in that stage. I think that like Eddie and uh, Benoit were like after they won titles, where it was like, all right, well, you you had your chance, and now yeah. you're like 
your your upper mid card or mid card, and, and you're going to help out the new talent type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it and sucks. I just down. like both of these guys a lot. Yeah, and, no, and, and it's even the match, even though it's very very short, it's really good. Yeah, and it's and it's a it's good storytelling and Rhodes, which I like in these is like when it's a match with no big consequences or like moral consequences, have the heel do heel shit and yeah. win and don't look like a Trump. And it's awesome. And he does. Yeah. The end, moving on. Yeah, so this is, yeah, this is Chump Central here. This is so bad. There's one good part about this, and you know what it is. Of course. Okay, let's start. So they cut backstage to Snoop Dogg and uh, Teddy Long, and they're doing rap auditions. Um, so Regal does straight out of Blackpool. Hey, I don't know how he does it. He doesn't come off as a piece of shit. I think that's like... Sober Regal, he's just like a good guy. He's like, oh, this does not, this is not sad in any way. No, and if, if the great thing with Regal, I don't know what he was like when he was, you know, an addict and stuff. When but Regal was Regal an addict when he was like in a previous mania where they had like the fucking when he was the, when he was wrestling when they had like the wild men from the bushes. You remember this? Yes. Yeah. Was he like fucked up back then? Probably. Okay, because he did not yeah. come off as well as he does in this. Yeah. No, one. and this like he looks a little older. He looks a little, you know, and he's. Uh, at this point, an on-screen authority figure type thing. But if you watch him on Breaking Ground or, like, they did the table for three stuff, he comes off as a really, like, you know, self-aware, self-deprecating guy. But here, yeah, he does straight out Blackpool and, like, like he's reading poetry. And he does, like, he does, like, a weird, like, uh, thumb-to-the-face type of cutting motion. It's yeah. awesome. He looks he's great. he's a gangster from Blackpool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, Great Kali and Beth Phoenix do Summer Lovin'. That happened. Mm-hmm. Zack Ryder does Friday. Remember Friday? Yes. That's, Can you believe that's five years old? Thank you. That was the yeah. best part about this. It's like, oh, that woman's in college now. Yeah. Um, and then um, this guy, uh, Rowdy Ryder. Rowdy! <laughs> smashes a coconut on Chris Masters' head. Callback. Yeah. 24, oh, no, not on Chris Masters' 24-year-old callback. Yes. Um, classic. Um there's I'm a, gonna concuss this man. Yeah, I don't even have who he smashes. Zack Ryder. Oh, it's oh, it does. It okay. is Zack Ryder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a transition. Uh, the next one is Chris Masters. No, wait, 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 let's make yeah, it clear. We, Rowdy doesn't say anything. He just comes he in. He just goes smash a man with a coconut, and then Snoop goes Rowdy, because <laughs> he also gets it. He gets it. He's a big wrestling fan. Yeah, he knows those classic. It's clear. Moments. I'm not joking. Like Snoop is a wrestling fan. Oh yeah, but he knows those classic moments, like the time that. You know, he smashed a, a coconut over a tropical guy's head. Yeah, because that guy was a murderer. Do you think that's what caused him to be a murderer? No, I think that murder came before. Maybe I think Rowdy was just defending himself. Okay. It's like, don't come near me. I'll Fair. concuss you again. Fair. I know, like, smashing the coconut is such a classic moment, but as far as, like, doing a callback that kind of references it, I loved the last one, I, the last mania with Jericho feeding him a banana. Because that just takes it to, like, a new, like, Jesse Ventura level. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah, that was one of the things. I should rewatch it. Yeah. Um, and then we get Chris Masters dancing packs and Yoshi Tatsu doing We Will Rock You. Two men no longer in the company. For good reason. Um, and then this part, I couldn't even really find online, but I vaguely recall reading about this. Hornswoggle's thing was he couldn't talk. Is that a leprechaun thing? I don't know if that's a leprechaun uh, thing. Yeah, it might have just been part of his convoluted story yeah. where Vince is his dad but not really and he can't talk but then so he's out but then when ever, when everyone's back's turned he's like the, the WB frog but races in a different way and then he raps and the Bella Twins are there 2011 Bella Twins this is pre them going away for a couple years yeah so, just in time for the show um, this is an hour in no joke pretty entertained I'm not hating it yeah. yet I'm not joking like alright I've seen two pretty good matches 
I like Snoop enough where it doesn't bother me in any right. way. Sure, the Bell, Bell Twins Hornswoggle thing is annoying, but at least they're getting a paycheck. Yeah. I got to see Rowdy. I got to see Rock on Mike for 10 minutes. Yeah. This so is far, pretty so good. good. So let's do it. At, if we, oh, We're not going to know every hour, but let's do some periodic check-ins, see if you're still enjoying the show. Um, we'll get to our next match, with, which is The Core, uh, spelled C-O-R-R-E for some reason. Um, that's the team of uh, Wade Barrett. Soon to be gone, Wade Barrett. Yeah, he'll be gone in June. Um, Heath Slater, he's a social outcast. He's going strong. Justin Gabriel, he's gone. Ezekiel Jackson, he's doing good in Lucha Underground as Big Rick. Oh, that's him. Okay. Yeah. Um, versus the team of Big Show and Kane, who will be... Tag- On your TV every week until the end of time. They will also be in a match together at Fastlane. This is airing after Fastlane, by the way. I know. Well, okay. then it happened. And you've they, seen... Yeah. Yeah. If you watched the crappy pay-per-views, it was at Fastlane. They hopefully lose. Um, and also teaming with Santino and Kofi. And it's a good schmoz. It's basically just everyone gets their little finishers in. They do the thing where it, one guy kind of comes in, does his move, ducks out of the ring. This existed just so Kofi could get some spots. Yes. Because holy shit, I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Also, Kofi is the man. Kofi's great. It's also to like just beat up Heath Slater, which is always funny. <laughs> Heath Slater is like an underrated, and I think the social outcast thing that they're doing now is finally showing like that he's actually... Like, I think his comedic timing for wrestling is good. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good heel. He's very hateable. He's very he has a very punchable face. Like, do you see Heath Slater? I'm fine like, with the yeah. social outcast as a group. I'm not joking. I think no, it's of course. Perfectly My fine. favorite bit was you know when they show a a pre-recorded promo like in the bottom corner. Mm-hmm. They did the thing where they were they were saying which member of the dream team they were, and Bo was like, "I'm either Larry Bird or he said some or Dennis Rodman," and Heath Slater's like, "I'm the Michael Jackson and um, Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan," and uh, I don't follow sports, dude. <laughs> and uh, and then I was too excited for the part where uh, Adam Rose goes, "I'm Robert Shapiro," <laughs> <laughs> which is topical because people versus O.J. Simpson's on TV. <laughs> They're like wrong dream team. That's amazing. Yeah, I it, love that yeah. so much. They're doing good work. Um, oh, so this this match happens. And it's, it's 90 so seconds. Short. Is and it really 90 yeah, seconds? Yeah, and that's really oh all you God. need. All right, Although now, you have eight guys for 90 seconds, but they at least get a paycheck. I was so confused by the rules. I thought it was like an eight man. Not I thought it was like two versus two versus two versus two. No, right. it was four versus four. four. Versus four. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck this. Moving yeah. on. So we cut backstage. backstage, and Rock's hanging out with Eve Torres. If it was any other host, it would have gotten incredibly sexist way too fast. Instead, it's just mildly inappropriate for a second or two. Yeah, that's not, I mean, if it was Rock, maybe in like 99 or 2000. Yeah, there'd be a Monica Lewinsky joke with yeah. Jennifer Flowers, because that or, happened. Or if it was 2016, he would be sexually <sighs> harassing someone. Yeah, would, but apparently in 2011, The Rock yeah, is PC. He's worried about that, that big premiere. Um, so he's with Eve, who has the Divas belt. Is it the Divas belt yet, or is it the I, I think, think it so. is Divas at yeah. this point. She's not going to wrestle. No. She just has the belt. She has the we belt. won't see the belt. We yeah. won't see a real women's match tonight. Not yeah. in WrestleMania 27. Yeah. Instead, we see Mae Young. Uh, yeah, who wants the people strudel. Yeah. So... And The Rock says sort of mean things, but not really mean he things. He does call her like a Divasaurus and said, like, yeah. you know, Eve, not Adam and Eve. Um... But yeah, Mae Young smacks his ass, and then she leaves. Yeah, and he says, "Couldn't it have been any?" Because he had said, "The next person around that corner, I'm gonna like do something like a magical, I'm, I'm, uh, like a WrestleMania, WrestleMania moment. moment." Couldn't it have been anyone else around that corner? And then it is. It's Stone Cold. Biggest pop of the night. 
Yeah, I think having them go face to face is such a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stone and as you there. as you know, because I put it on your website, um, I went to the Best Coast and Waves show last night, and Waves came out to the Stone Cold theme. I thought it was Best, right, Coast. Best Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best Coast came out to Stone Cold. That's why Best Coast is better than Waves. Was it? A, you didn't. I, I think you enjoy you enjoyed yourself at the show for sure. Yeah. It was but fine. do you like their music as bands? Um. I've Best liked, Coast I've liked them in the past. I, I like putting on Best Coast once in a while if you're in that type of mood. You mean high? Um, I don't get high enough. I I get I listen to Best Coast more than I get high. The first record, every goddamn song I saw them live, it was just everything was about weed and yeah. Out. And I saw them on when they first then that came tour, out. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even before they like teamed up. I think they might have been dating her, but yeah. But yeah, it is a lot of that. I think she's expanded. It reminds me of like now, R- Rilo yeah. Kylie when they started like t- doing less twist shit. Okay. That's what she's kind of getting into. It's a little more like glam and psychedelic. That's and awesome. Yeah, the wave stuff is like, oh, cool. Like, I'm not. I'm they like guitars. I like guitars. Yeah, there's a flying V on stage. Cool. It's good times. I had a flying V. Um, that's I a had, really impractical guitar. It totally is. Uh, that's why I bought it off of a cokehead. Okay. True story. I bought it for fifty dollars off of a cokehead. A cokehead owned a flying V guitar. That's crazy. And he brought it to the show without a case. And I was like, oh, and I was st- standing on the stage while he brought the guitar. I go, just bring it up. Just give me the guitar. And I played it. <laughs> That guitar lasted, I think, two shows because the next show or the show after that, I was like, why am I? This is a this is a horrible sounding guitar. <laughs> it's maybe like a $700 guitar, $800 guitar. It was a good flying mm-hmm. V. I smashed the shit out of it just because. But it wasn't even like a cool, like, not a cool, but, you know, shitty Lenny Kravitz. Like, I'm going to smash this one part of the flying V. So, yeah. no, I just threw it at a wall. Like, so it's just it like wasn't. A, were you at a show? I was at a show. <laughs> <laughs> I was technically it was it was plugged in and there was feedback. I just yeah. kept throwing it until it broke. Like I didn't smash it. Does this make sense? <laughs> yeah. Such a weird way to smash a guitar. Just looking keep throwing back. it at a wall. Just like I'm gonna keep throwing this guitar at a wall, and then I think the guy, the same guy, was there. He's like, "Why are you doing this? Like this doesn't need to exist." <laughs> I think I said something <laughs> to that effect. I stand by that. I don't yeah. ever regret like not smashing a flying V. What the fuck? All the times that's happened, I stand by them. <laughs> what kind of asshole? Whatever. These are why I like the bad WrestleManias for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I smashed a flying V until right now. Yeah. So Waves plays flying Vs. I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's like a nice. I think the other. I think old it's school seventies flying V. I had like yeah. a. This was like a wooden flying V. Okay. From like I want to say. He was either new or like late nineties. Right. It's all fucking high end. It's all like yeah. you want to sound like Pantera. <laughs> or, <laughs> Why else did you have this? Could you make a tone sound racist? Here you go. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like I don't want. Dude, we play garage rock. I don't need a fucking flying V yeah, here. That was on you, but I, that was a good fifty dollar purchase. Oh, fifty dollars is great. Totally Buy things there. from Cokeheads. They're a lot cheaper. <laughs> today's life lesson. You know what's fun about that? He didn't like steal that guitar. He just bought that guitar. His life just went differently well, than he, he thought it was going to go. <laughs> oh, speaking of life's going different than you thought it would go, it's time for... Punk versus Orton. Yeah, you could have either taken that or you could have taken the Coke to the straight I know, that's stuff. what I was going to go with. Yeah. Um, so basically, their story is that uh, two years earlier, which has a title card, thankfully, because you wouldn't have remembered this. This is even long. This is not even as long as the whole last time with Triple H and Orton. Not last time, but previously, where they were fighting. It was like, remember four years ago when you cost me a shot? This was at least two years. And it's 
in the same story with Un- the Nexus. But, but unlike CM Punk and Triple H, CM Punk actually ages like a human being. So he yeah. looks d- different from year to year. Also, CM Punk, I believe, held this grudge. <laughs> in real life? <laughs> yeah. Because if not at RKO, at least the fact that that was his first time he won the belt uh, from Money in the Bank, and they made him drop the title almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and Orton had punted him in the head. And uh, so then Punk and his new band of misfit toys, the new Nexus, had interfered costing RKO the title. That's why they're fighting. Uh, RKO... Uh, which is why I have him in my notes. Randy Orton had uh, punted and injured uh, Husky Harris, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. Michael McGillicuddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Michael McGillicuddy, a.k.a. Curtis Axel. Really? Uh, David Atunga, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, jeez. Why is it she not sung the national anthem? Uh, Dream Girls. Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Um, David Atunga's married to her. He's still on the roster, technically. Isn't he on NXT right now? No. Okay. Um,. And so then Punk gets revenge. He, I think, kicks him in the head or something. Um, and, yeah, the Nexus stuff was weird, but he was doing, like, you have to have faith in CM Punk, and he's still messianic. He just has, like, it's not the straight-edge stuff anymore. Um, and then he ended his uh, pre-mania promo with, ain't that a kick in the head? No, the best part about the whole promo is he doesn't call him Randy Orton. He calls him Randall. Randall. <laughs> <laughs> That's some awesome shit. Yeah. Um. So does, like, did Orton ever just go, listen, Phil, like, did he ever do that? Because it's so easy to come back at that. Because he doesn't care. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. Um, Am I going to grow to respect Randy Orton? I don't think so. Are you not there yet? No. Uh, I I like seeing him in ring. I think you'll... We've gone over this. As an in-ring performer, I love it. Right. I love that he doesn't really give a shit about the product. Yeah. But he's, like, the most generic, I don't give a fuck guy. Right. And he's also, like, disgusting. I think you're going to start... You'll come around to him like for Kevin Nash, because the only thing he's done Maybe. regrettable in life is got an AWOL in the military, and you think that's a okay? <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> um, Listen, I smash yeah. flying V's and I say run away from the military. I don't think I'm American. <laughs> the only thing that makes me think I'm American is my love of JBL and John Cena. Yeah, and that makes you hella American. <laughs> yeah, so. it's cool. Um, this is this match. I I like it. Um, oh, I like it too. It's yeah, the third best match of the night because it's got good in ring storytelling. Very good in ring storytelling, and they're also beating the hell out of. I mean, wrestling wise, beating the hell out of each other. You know, Punk is working uh, Randall's knee, and they both have that. That someone calls it sick and twisted offense, and you know their moves are sick and twisted, and and that's how it is because the stuff looks nasty, even mm-hmm. if it obviously isn't. Um, and it does have good. The in-ring storytelling is, you know, he um, Orton gets hits that the suspended DET. He teases the RKO, but like he did the year prior, he's like, no, that's too good for him. Like, I'm going to kick this guy in the head. He goes for the punt, but his knee gives. And I think he sold that pretty well as far as his knee buckling. Um, and Punk escapes an RKO out of nowhere, and then he kind of, kind of like, uh, I mean, this happens with heels. You're hoisted by your own petard. He he goes for a springboard, and into I think our best. RKO of WrestleMania so far. Thus far, yeah. Nothing's yeah. going to be... Well, not nothing. The Rollins. The one, Rollins one from last yeah. year. Holy But this shit. is out there because it's just a springboard. Like, you jump off the ropes directly into an RKO. They, they, how many times do you think they had to practice this at house shows? Because this looked... I can't see them doing this any better. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I'd have to look up it if they actually It so were. fucking yeah. good. So kudos to these two performers. Yeah, definitely. And, and Punk kind of moving up the card. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. He's not as over though as you'd think. 
based on what happens in the future. Yeah, like, you know, of I, this year in 2011. Well, in this the summer is this that's, that's become, summer of punk. That's summer of punk. Yeah, in summer punk version two. So you would think that he'd be like the biggest over dude. I think the pipe bomb really crystallized it a lot because it was that was what the cool part, and then that feud with Cena. This is he's still. I mean, he's still a heel. Mm-hmm. Like there's still smarks cheering him, but you're not getting like he's not totally over for that reason. All right, now let's go to some more bullshit. Yeah, um, this is the Rock with Mean Gene, which um, is always fine. It's always yeah, nice to see Mean it's Gene. Nice to see mean Gene, not in a dress, not getting yelled at by Randall Orton, and uh, they bring out John Cena's number one fan, PB Herman, WrestleMania veteran, PB Herman. Are you sure about that? Yeah, because th- or th- they just make PB Herman jokes. Yeah, I don't think he's been in Mania. Been there? Okay. Yeah, they made jokes about him in one of the first ten. Sure, I know, but they yeah. I don't think Pee Wee's okay. been there. All right. Um, maybe Pee Wee was there for like the MTV brawl to settle them all or something like that. And like maybe before WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, I didn't look it up. I just had I remember talking about Pee Wee Herman in the context of WrestleMania. Yeah. So and the then, Rock comes out because he's like, "Hey, you shouldn't like uh, that guy." Yeah. And or he's uh, already there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And and Mean Gene is in Cena gear, and Pee Wee says he looks like a tool, and Gene starts the "I know you are." What am I? Because, you know, Pee Wee Herman. A couple bits. That's all he really, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thing Th- happened. Was this a plug for his 2016 Netflix movie? Yeah, no, it was. Good. Yeah. It was perfectly timed. Um, then we have our Hall of Fame ceremony, but no footage of our Hall of Fame ceremony for the first time, I think, ever. And and you'll see why it's it's a mostly a boring class except for that one guy. Uh, Abdul the Butcher, uh, Sonny, who... Looks fine Looks in 2011. Great. She's had a rough five years. Really? Yeah. The Road Warriors, rest in peace, Hawk. He died in 2003. Uh, Drew Carey. Who is not beloved in any way. No. Why is everyone booing? Because he, he like did a heel thing in the in the Rumble once. I don't remember that at all. Oh, I mean, and then he was at Mania, wasn't he? No. Oh, he's just at the Rumble. Yeah. I think it's because I was just watching all the Rumbles. Okay. Yeah. No, he... Um, yeah, Bullet Bob Armstrong, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And then I'm like, I was going to you know, say, oh, this is such a boring class. This is why there's no recap. And then uh, we get a huge HPK light show. Because so he's a sexy boy. He's the only one that doesn't have the Hall of Fame music. He still gets the, oh! <laughs> Thanks for doing the moaning. I appreciate it. Yeah. I really hope that when he dies, that's the... I don't want HBK to die. I want to make no. that clear. But yeah. when he happens to pass away... When he ascends to heaven... I really hope it's the... Oh! <laughs> At the funeral, like, oh, God, this is the wrong track. And it plays again, because it's never long enough. So the... <laughs> I know I'm cute. You know, you can... You edit this. You can just play it. I'm not it. downloading that one. <laughs> um, And then we get to... I think this is so... This I'm might be the, the biggest pop of the night. For this, for the my, next person, who is Jim Ross? Yeah, um, because we're going to need a couple more guys on commentary because our next match is going to be that finally the blow off to the Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole feud. <laughs> um, so we have Booker T, first time as an announcer. I think so. Yeah, and Jr. on commentary. Yeah, because at this point Booker T is uh, doing tough enough with Stone Cold. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Which will come into play later. Yeah. JR has gets to walk down the big ramp. Yeah. JR's theme music is the Oklahoma Sooners song. That's great. It's like they'll license that, but not anything else for anybody. I love them. 
Um, the, I never thought I'd be that happy to see an see, announcer. Yeah, but you, yeah. The, the absence makes Fuck. the heart grow stronger. My Booker T note is just from this last week on Raw in 2016 is because it's Black History Month. Um, you get great things like um, quotes from N- Nelson Mandela. You get all this like weird like all these packages where they don't show all the right. Like so, they show the Booker T package. They cut out the part where he lost for being black, um, but then he came out, and then um, Byron went. Can you dig it, sucker? And JBL was like, don't say that. You're from the suburbs, kid. <laughs> that happened this week? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty great. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't just notice like that. The continued clowning of... Uh, of I was like, wa- I was watching that while doing dishes this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Um, so, Michael Cole comes out and some, you know, the amateur gear, like with the, the ear cover, yeah. face mask type like thing. college. Cuts a promo on the way to the ring. Um, the it's thing, horrible. The thing that I can't stop noticing during this whole match are all his tattoos. Yes, he's got weird as fuck back tattoos. Like, like a back, people. He has like an ankle tattoo. He's got like the like Del Rio has these now. He has like the little things on his shoulder blades. Yeah, but it's like do these like guys like uh, Brock uh, Batista? They can pull off the like. This tattoo is like really oh, bad because um, no, they can't pull it off. No one will say anything to them. Yes, that's how they pull it off. Yes. Well, who is Michael Cole? How is he not getting clowned for these tattoos? Do you think it was like let's tattoo this drunk motherfucker? Do you think I it really was like hope, that? I really hope. Like you so. could you could be in our frat if we get to tattoo our brother's <laughs> face on your back. I hope so. Jr. I'd like to point out that the King uh, Jerry the King Lawler. I love his ring gear. Yeah, just the classic, classic black singlet with singlet the one arm with the crown. Right, he, that's the best. That's yeah. the smartest thing to wear. Yes, everyone else should like just do that. Yeah, Cole's accompanied by uh, Jack Swagger, and as he's making his entrance, glass shatters, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and Austin in his camo on an ATV almost runs Jack Swagger over. Didn't. Looked real scary. Yeah, it was great. I Austin really, uh, was not slowing down. He had to slow down at the way end because he almost fell off the ramp. Did you notice yeah, that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it no, almost awesome. skids off. Um, and yeah, now we we get Stone Cold. Can you imagine if you were a kid like from twenty on, and you you're just watching your older brother is like, who's this guy who always like refs these matches? Like, why do people yeah, give a shit? Yeah, good point. Because he refed at twenty and twenty three, and it's like, what the hell? That's interesting though. Um, Cole in character had picked JBL to be his his uh the ref for the match and th- that's one of JBL like JBL first coming back after saying I quit and then uh Austin came out gave JBL the stunner was like no I'm going to be the ref this <laughs> 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 is kind of great and yeah and all right so this is pointless this is, this is like part 2 of our uh Vince McMahon Bret Hart match of just like here's one man beating the shit of another man and like why is this happening why is this happening for so long like this match it should be which we'll see in upcoming years, this should be a 20-second match. It should be like he punches, he gives him a pile driver and gets the pin, and that's the joke. Is it the second longest match of the night? It's, it's one it's of them. It's up there, yeah. It's like 13 minutes. This if, is you what the add on the intros, if you add the intros yeah. and the outros, this is the longest match. This might be longer than the main event. Which is, yeah, which is that's how bad this, uh, All right, this so media is. Lawler wins. Lawler on. wins, yeah. Um, the, the good stuff is that... Um, he sh- uh, Austin sharing beers with the king, and the Booker T wants to get in in, in on it. And he does a spin a Rooney, um, and then Austin's like, "Well, he's a sad son of a bitch. I got to give you a stunner now. <laughs> you you got in the ring." Uh, and Booker does one of the best uh, beer spray while you're getting stunnered things I've ever seen. It looks like an orca like breaching 
It just yeah, it's it's a thing of beauty. Um, yeah, and then we cut to access. I think Lawler was legit. Like, I don't want to be in this shot with him because if if they're gonna want me to get stunned next, <laughs> so, yeah. Did you notice that oh, he I was staying the fuck away from nice. Austin during this entire celebration That's thing? Um, so yeah, now we have access, which is always my favorite part. There was a skateboard ramp, yeah, into a ring, and Rowdy was in the ring. <laughs> Did yeah. you notice that? I, d- I noticed there were skateboards. I didn't know Rowdy was in the ring. Just for no reason. Yeah. It's so amazing. Th- they spell access with two X's. It's going to be pretty extreme. My second favorite event of every WrestleMania, which is the WrestleMania Pro-Am, you could play golf with an uncredited Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you could. There's a reading challenge. Um, Triple H with the state government. There's an auction. Uh, my favorite part is... Um, Shawn Michaels getting an autograph from Triple H. That's cute. Yeah. It's like I'm your biggest fan. There's one part that is both sincere and sad and kind of cute. It's when uh, one guy actually brought something for Michael Cole to sign. Oh. Did you notice that? No, I just ruined my day, though. Yeah. Um, and then after access, we cut to the National Guard in the audience. Oh, boy. Fuck yeah. them. So now the best part of the night. Once happens. again, let's make it very clear. Yeah. I'm against the National Guard advertising at WrestleMania. Big fan of the Pro-Am. And I said that's my second favorite part. I'm missing my favorite part, our oh. annual WrestleMania 5K slash brunch. Come on, guys. Get it needs together. to be an annual tradition. If they want to hit 100,000 in Dallas, they better You got to have back. a brunch. You got to have a 5K. Bring it back. How are you feeling about after getting through that slog? How are you feeling about this WrestleMania at this point? It went from, oh, that was a lot of fun, to no, I don't want to be watching no, this anymore. No, I don't like this anymore. Um, thankfully, uh, the best match and best package and all that is here. Bullshit. To, to Bullshit. Not the best package. I think it's pretty. It's good. an okay package. It's not the best package of the night. It's the no, best it's not the match. Best. Of the Actually, night. it's not the best package. You know what it is? It's the best promo in it because what's they cut together. So it's basically they they cut it like a and put some filters on, it, make it look like a a western, which they don't need to do. No, it's horrible. The song they have is a shitty Johnny Cash knockoff. Right. It's not good. So, but the the part in it that's good is the wordless promo. Basically. Undertaker returned after beating Michaels for the second time. Comes back to Raw. Halfway through his entrance, 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 uh, Triple H came out. And they basically, Triple H looks at Undertaker. He looks at the WrestleMania thing. He looks back to the Undertaker. Undertaker, like, laughs, goes to leave the ring, and then turns around and gives him the throat slitting thing. And it's a, this, they set up their whole match and did all the promo work in five gestures. I just like it. I like it. It's like the wire scene when they just say fuck over. Like that's I like the simplicity in the writing of it. Then just have that. Sure. For 30 seconds, no bullshit score. That's Fine. it. That's fair. Come on. So basically the the premise of this We've and I've already I'll, gone over this about why Taker's so great. Yeah. And you're convolute like you're making yeah. it dumb. You right. don't need Undertaker in the rain. He's right. the role of death. Right. And this is the last thing that Triple H has to do presumably before dying. Um, <laughs> tri- Triple H's entrance um, is uh, for whom the bell tolls. I got so mad because I was like, are they fucking with Taker's entrance? Why is Taker coming out first? Because <laughs> for whom the bell tolls with Metallica right. has a fucking gong in it. Yeah. And it's like, this is going, yeah. So nope, it, I was wrong. You're wrong. It's just Triple H. He's doing dress up. Uh, there's a bunch of gladiators with shields and a skull mask and then time to play the game. Um, this entrance was supposed to be a lot different. It was supposed to be Triple H on a horse because their whole cowboy thing. But in rehearsal, and it was like there was a, he, he couldn't, there was a trap door on stage that Undertaker was going to come out of in a casket. And during rehearsal, Triple H couldn't get the horse from walking near the trap door. They fell into the trap door. The horse almost had to be euthanized 
because you know like horses like freak out and they just have to put them down like thankfully undertaker wasn't in the casket or it would have been a real casket and wrestling's yeah. the best so that's why there's no horse here oh um, my god so like the thrown together gladiator thing was thrown together yeah because it's kind of just a rehash of what he's done before just worse well, here's the thing about it. I was all crown. You're and all you're listening to your mix. Yeah, it highlighted Triple H has maybe the best theme song. Yeah, he doesn't need to do anything. His renders are really it's great. an actual song by an actual band. Right, that, that, it's, it's not like a by good song. And it's if not you, by Age Against the Machine. It's, <laughs> it's an actual band. And if you listen to the lyrics, like, oh, it's about wrestling. Right, it's like a super sad, scary song about a real life wrestler. Like that should have been in the movie The Wrestler. It's not a fun song, right? And it's perfect. It suits him so well. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Why? Why mess with it? Yeah. I guess because like oh, I'm facing an Undertaker and he's gonna get a big thing. Yeah, and maybe and the interesting thing is here because I was this is I've cut back on the amount of Wikipedia I do, but I did see this in this because I was looking up for stuff about this horse thing I saw on the internet and Undertaker actually in and you can find if you find like rips of this from the live feed. Undertaker came out to uh, Johnny Cash's Ain't No Grave uh, Gonna Hold This Body Down. But they're so cheap, they just dubbed it over. Which would made it would have made sense if they he had the, the So grave. is that the music that was playing in the fucking no, video? No, because oh, that's Mark Collie's that... In Time. It's a, it is a Johnny Cash like rip But the fact... Are you, no, no, but in the video, did they also use that song? You know what I mean? And then they changed it for, this, for the upload. What do you mean? Did they change Undertaker's music? Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying when was "Ain't No Grave" used? At the event, and when it so when was it, it Gong? Broadcast. Then "Ain't No Grave," or was it just "Ain't No Grave"? It might have just been "Ain't No Grave." You still need a gong. We're gonna yeah. put the gong in right here. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't far off, but the Johnny Cash ripoff. Yes, because it's something they. Okay, so that to actually is perfect, and I can. Okay, so now it's even more of a fuck you because you know what the right thing is, right. but you won't commit to it fully. Because you have to pay money. Then don't do it. No, That's I know. the thing. Well, carnies. All right, so I'd like to point out that it's been almost an hour yeah. since the end of Punk Orton and the start of Triple H Undertaker. Yeah. Because I don't count the other one as a real match. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. That's just too much time. Um, JR is on commentary. It's so good. As it should be. Um, so this one, it really is like... These two guys doing, and we haven't seen uh, Undertaker versus Batista was was like th- him doing a power power wrestling like head. Sure, head. sure. This one is like that, but m- like better, better, more intense. Because Triple violent. H is better than Batista, of course. Triple H is maybe the most consistent performer of "I don't give a fuck" at the start of the match to by the right. end of the match. I'm just completely invested. Yeah, he is. I didn't care at all about this story. And right. it's know, not half, much of a story. Halfway through, I think it was great. Yeah, and there's They're so, so many good false finishes and so many high spots. They do. Triple H does the spine buster. Undertaker comes at him. He does a spine buster where he turns, does a 180, and slams him through the announce table. There's so many hits where you're like, these guys might have, they might have like uh, gone out for a second because there's just so many. There's some assholes impacts. in the crowd that yeah. need to stop it because one guy's just yelling, "Break his neck, Triple H!" It's like, yeah, oh who's boy, a, who's a Triple H? Did you fan notice o- that? Yeah, who's a Triple H fan over an Undertaker fan in this context? I know. Also, Jr's got a really funny line about, "Oh, this match is so fucking brutal." Um, we know these two men are going to the Hall of Fame. Maybe we should nominate this chair because there's just <laughs> so many fucking body oh, shots. Oh yeah, there's just so many. Yeah, and there's just so many like high impact counters. You know, uh, Triple H kicks out of the last ride, and I think Undertaker's great. You can see him like 
literally saying like fuck like what do I gotta do like kicks out of the tombstone he's just got like disbelief um Triple H basically hits like three pedigrees DDTs him to a chair chair shots to the head and back he's beating the shit out of him and then he's doing the whole like thing that Undertaker did to Michaels or excuse me yeah yeah he does he's like stay down just die what's wrong with you like you can't kill death is the problem um and in a lot of ways unless you got a big old sword tattooed on your chest (laughs) spoiler um, you know, and he does the Triple H also does kind of calls back the the Michaels where he's going to do the throat slitting thing. Um, you know, and he hits the he does the tombstone on the Undertaker who then kicks out and he backs away and he's they're like someone I, I'm guessing it's Jr. is like he's not human. Um, and eventually this gets to like well Triple H is going to have to go to the sledgehammer to to finish it. Yeah. Um. But he, but when, and he, so he gets his sledgehammer, which is the dumbest gimmick in all of wrestling yes, in terms of weapons. Yes, um, but Undertaker Hercules did, like didn't like swing his chains. He didn't at hit anyone with the chain. Yeah. He like choke you, choke quotes. Yeah, but come on, Triple yeah. H fucking. If you hit a man with a hedgehammer, a sledgehammer, he'd be dead. But Undertaker is able to get him in the Hell's Gate. And Jr's got a great call. Not like this, Triple H. <laughs> No, the chair is fine. Put him you can th- hit a man with a chair. Don't hit him with table. a sledgehammer. Don't go Come crazy. On. Oh, yeah, we should have mentioned that it's like a false cut anywhere, no no, no DQ. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he, he can't get the, the sledgehammer. He's in the Hell's Gate, and he finally taps. Um, but by this point, there's been so many false like finishes and like near it's near great. falls. It's been great. Um, the thing I liked in the audience before the end of this match was very important, which is um, fans holding the tombstones of all the old. That was nice. Taker. And you know that it was not planned because they're like, oh, get the camera there. Yeah. There was multiple like not good, but like clearly quote unquote real shots. So they mm-hmm. weren't plants, which makes it a lot better. Um, we talked about this before the show. Was Taker legit hurt? Right. So a trainer comes out and they actually have to, he, as he's getting out of the ring, he collapses. Taker. Taker collapses. And he actually, he's got his eyes closed, and they've got the trainer, and you can't, like, see his chest heaving. It's like, oh, he might be dead. So there's definitely, I think, just pure exhaustion, and also he's getting up there in years. So, yeah, because Triple H at this point has become Paul, and Paul's looking after his coworker. Right. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, he's sort of in the ring still. He's trying to leave, not really. Yeah, it's and like, this is why I think it's a little, it's a bit of a work, is because the ref does say, you got to go to the back. Kind of thing, but not like go get help. He's just like, no, the match is over, leave. Yeah. Which, if it was like this guy's dead, it'd be like, can you help me get him on the cart? Exactly. He's a dead body. So it's interesting that, like, yeah. it makes it even better. Yeah. Which makes me like, oh, f- these two are really good at their jobs. Yes. And I, I do think that Undertaker was, you know, this, he's a bit winded after this. Yeah. And <laughs> he's now. He's also taking, this is the most damage he's taken in a match like this. Uh, yes. But here's the problem with this match it's so good. It's so fucking good, but we've just seen two straight Shawn Michaels matches that were slightly better, yeah. and one of them had big consequences, and before that we had a Michaels Flair match which had big consequences, so it's like, all right, this is your big consequences match, and like, and it was great, yeah. don't get me wrong, but I had no, like, I'm going to see these two guys on Raw in a month or something, or next night or something well, like you, that. I know, well, you know you what don't, I mean. And you, I know, I know. That's the thing, is at this point, Undertaker is pretty part-time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still not the same. You can't... And it's not their fault. Right. They've made me care about something that I didn't care about prior. Yeah, and this is the the wrestling problem of, like, stories don't end. They just go on, Mm -hmm. which we'll see next time how that's good and bad. Okay. Then we have our promo, which we should have maybe seen before the Undertaker-Triple-H match. (laughs) Our don't try this at home reel. Yeah. No, that 
they messed that this up. This is the first time that CM Punk has been used prominently in a promo. Interesting. In the first, I've been because of the whole pipe bomb. I I, yeah. I look at him differently than any other wrestler, and I and I try to like fact check him. Right. More so because was like, he in the was ident? he the big was guy? Was he on the cup? Exactly. You know, like all that shit. It's interesting. Yeah. He is definitely featured in years prior. Not really. No. He's he's in one shot in access. That's it. Right. He's not at the pro am. They don't show up at the no reading shit. challenge. You what you don't think he showed up at the pro am? I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know how that works out. I yeah. mean, I don't envision Daniel Bryan as a golfer. He seems to be there. He's smiling. Big he's Atlanta a... Falcons fan. He's wearing all their gear. <laughs> all right. Now we have the worst match of the night or the second worst match of the night. It's probably the second. No, definitely not the worst. This is way better than Cole. Yeah, because it's it's so quick. The longest part's the intro. Vicky Guerrero's there, be, yeah. and she's got to say excuse me, and people are at this point fucking over it. No yeah. one gives a shit. Uh, Dolph. Yes. Dolph Ziggler's there. Yeah. And Second year of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he was, in the, he was in the ladder match yeah. the year prior. Lay Cool, which is uh, uh, two people. Layla and Michelle McCool. That's neat. And then uh, It's uh, cool because Michelle McCool's husband, The Undertaker, just almost died. Yeah, so it's neat. Um, yeah. All the women in this match, besides Vicky Guerrero, yeah. no joke, can do cool stuff, yeah, including our celebrity, yeah, which is fucking weird. Um, I didn't know what the fuck was going on until Jr. explained that it was a mixed tag, right? Because it's, it was just confusing. It's Ziggler and Lakewell versus John Morrison, Trish Stratus returning for the first time in five years. Mm-hmm. She's now a brunette and took out her implants. She looks very different, but I still looks like her. But she looks great. Yeah, yeah, and I think she looks good. Yeah, and um, and Snooky, remember her? Snooky, twenty eleven, guys. So, so here's the thing, like Snooky feels like a decade ago it's not but we're getting it's closer to a decade but friday seems like it happened a couple years ago it's very weird how pop culture like is malleable like that okay so jr has maybe my favorite line about john morrison ever oh okay go ahead i got a different one yeah i'm in slow motion most of the time (laughs) during his end he's like he's an old man i love it he's got another great line do you want to say that i think it's the one yeah it's one it's the king the retort King, oh, I have one. Another. Oh, one. great! King great. goes when you're as pretty as Michelle McCool, you don't want to get dropped in your face. And Jay goes, Jr. goes when you're as ugly as me, you don't want to get dropped on your face. <laughs> uh, we have a line about Snooky. Jr. is a line about Snooky. Yeah. Uh, I love her low center of gravity because <laughs> <laughs> you got a she got a great ass. <laughs> um, yeah, Jr. and Law, we have three great lines for a match that's maybe three minutes long. And doesn't matter. How and it's fucking actually, good are they? They're great. You know what's even great is how good this throwaway garbage piss break matches. Uh, Michelle McCool and Trish Stratus take a bump off the top turnbuckle that looks like it hurts. Okay, yeah, continue. Stratus does a double clothesline off the apron. Also looks like it hurts. Oh, my God. Morrison does the starship thing onto Ziggler? Is that his, his finisher? But it's like off the ropes into the onto the not mat, okay, onto yeah. the floor. Right. Holy shit. Yeah, Morrison's Morrison's aerial stuff is like the best they've That's ever had. That's crazy. And if you want to see him in 2016, watch Lucha Underground. But the, he did like a fucking... Cr- like, they didn't even get it completely on camera. Right. Onto Ziggler, risking both men's lives yeah. for Snooky. Yeah. Who participates... Really well. Yeah. She does a fucking flip thing. She does a handspring splash in the corner. She does like multiple like back handspring. She looks better than Divas. She looks better than any other wrestler in any lingerie match from like ten yeah. years prior. And she's like she was like a. I think she was a cheerleader when she was a kid. But like seriously, she's she's the face in this match, which is their just inept booking. She's getting she's, huge boos, and she knows she's going to get booed. Yeah, she's like and I'm a even fucking snooky fan after this. Yeah, and then t- she's getting huge boos. Does this like handspring? Then th- she's getting like 
begrudging cheers, which is what I was doing because I was like, damn, that's like, fuck, yeah, yeah. you don't expect this. You're like, oh, these five people are going to overwork to carry your bullshit. And she gets and she gets the pin. It's actually like for this. This is the only thing that's it's a mixed tag. It's not even Divas match. It's the only Divas on the card. And the fact that it's, you know, it's making chicken salad out of chicken shit. And yeah, good for them. Yeah. Um, there's a record for any entertainment. No, that, no, no. Oh, You're forgetting first? a very important part. What? We see the cast of Tough Enough. Oh. Did any of those people make it? This know. is the can, 2011 cast of Tough Enough. Don't worry about it. Okay. The fact that you had to look it up yeah. and you didn't know it instantly is interesting to me because yeah. this is there has they have a reality show on MTV. Is that correct? At this point, I think it's MTV. And that's why, obviously, Snooki was there. There's a lot of crossover appeal. I get mm-hmm. that. Snooki is now not main evented, but like penultimate WrestleMania 27 match. And here's a bunch of people that are probably never going to be in WrestleMania, even though they're on the reality show for the WWE. That's fascinating. It's basically like, don't bother with tough enough. Just go straight the reality. Because you'll either be in the headlining match of WrestleMania or right before the headlining match of WrestleMania. Yes. Um, So the Miz, then we have our Georgia Dome record, which is good. And I only like when it's a record. But it's a record for entertainment. Which is them? That's that's bullshit. I don't care. Right. Lie to me. That's great. How did Miz headline WrestleMania? Can you explain this? Um, I was asking uh, our friend Adam uh, and Jones, who was on WrestleMania Nine episode, about this because um, he knows a lot more than I do. It was basically just a placeholder for The Rock, and The Miz was on fire on promos for like a year. So he, he earned. Was, it. He did earn in that way, but. As a body, he was a warm body to be. They could so they could set up Cena the Rock without doing it. All right, let me take over here, please. Rather than have Jr. and Lawler tell us what's going to happen, rather mm-hmm. than see a video package that really combines the two, we have two separate video packages that hold up independently of each other. The first being Mrs. Mrs. has uh, "Hate Me Now" from Puffy and Nas. Mm-hmm. They paid Puffy and Nas to use this more than once. Yeah. I can't believe that they got one of I one of my favorite Nas and Puffy songs. That's not a joke. Yeah. I love that song. Oh yeah, definitely. To accompany a Miz promo video. Yeah. They did not need to do that. I'm glad that they did that. And then we have one of the most interesting like reality versus non-reality. I'm watching this. I'm studying these old tapes. I'm portraying a character type of Miz promos. No no narration. Mm-hmm. No real answer of why He's going to fight John Cena other than, like, I'm building myself to do this. And then he gets introduced, and he's got an awesome balloon. Two balloons, uh, one says awe, and the other says some, put together. And then he walks out through the big balloons, and then there's fireworks, but there's not enough fireworks, so it's like a joke. Yeah. That's your champion. You're presenting your champion as a joke. Yeah. Okay, that's fine, whatever. Then there's the John Cena entrance. Similar to Miz, we see John Cena through the years as a young boy, <laughs> as a younger boy, still a young man, fighting, being the best that he can, saluting America. And then we have John Cena's gospel choir singing a random, I couldn't, I don't remember, was it a random song that morphed into You Can't See Me? It eventually, I think it eventually becomes. Oh, it scene. eventually, there's a maybe, I'd say two minutes of just, what the fuck, this is just gospel music. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is You Can't See Me. They're singing John Cena's theme song, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Second best John Cena intro. I still say the one prior to this with the color card or whatever the fuck it is. 
This is, is pretty, this is pretty great. This is the second best, though, because this is that one is saying you are America. We have people that fight wars. This is just like we're a bunch of independent contractors. Like we're getting paid fifty bucks to do this. The military people did not get paid to do that. Right. That's why that's so much funnier. Yeah. You can tell Cena's not that into it as much as he was when it was the military. Like, yes, he's going to salute you and run down to the thing, but this is not as exciting for him as to run down an aisle with 500 other Cenas or to be in a, a gangster in Chicago getting the respect of the city. The Cena clones is my is got it. That's my favorite. That's your favorite? Yeah. This is my second, then Cena clones. Okay. Then gangster. Okay. Oh, I love all these Cena interests. Did you mention the fact where, it had, where the video is narrated by DMX? Oh, fuck, no, I didn't. That's yeah. how good this entrance is. It's the intro from the game's album LAX. It oh, has, like, fuck. totally out of context. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. All right, so I was giggling so much. I'm sure. But still, I had a, I did a, this is how I rank them. Where did they giggle the most? Okay. I giggled the most during the military one because it was so unexpected. Right. Because you already have John Cena through the years with DMX over it. It's like, this is already funny. But right. that one was just like, people died. John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah. So this is still great. Uh, this is a pointless match, and uh, they fight it for a little bit, and John Cena does cool stuff, and no one wants to cheer him. No one really gives a shit about The Miz. Mm-hmm. He's the heel, but John Cena is not a face in this crowd. Uh, John Cena does two really cool things, both of which are outside the ring. The first is he... Used to play football, yeah. so he definitely knows how to get in a three-point stance, and he's got to go essentially tackle Miz into the barricade. Doesn't he do three-point stance but have both hands down? He does, but it's that's like a sprinter. Is that a thing? That's on more like defense. Okay, but he was actually a center, which uh, and you can have both hands down because one hand's Once on the ball. Up, yeah, so it's not insane. Anyways, he looks really good doing it. Yeah. Um, he pulls it just at the right amount where you know he didn't murder a man, and right. then he does another out of ring jump onto that I don't know if they even call it correctly onto the Miz, and now they've we've had a count out. That's when he does murder the man to end WrestleMania. Yeah, which I Good know, night, everybody. I knew because you can see the time. You obviously know it's not going to end like that. I was yeah. so hoping that's how it ended. I would have loved a, that so much, and I'm not joking. That, I would have fucking like, loved that's it. That's honestly like the last fart at a corpse. That's how what that would have been for this WrestleMania. I disagree completely. <laughs> I would have loved that so much more than how it actually ended. If you were one of the people there, that's how it actually ended. And there is a moment where seventy thousand people are going, "Did I pay hundreds of dollars for a double countout?" And like you can imagine, they're just like, "Are these chairs removable? Can I throw these?" No, yeah, and then it ends with the Miz's "Hate Me Now" back on the music, and he's in the ring, and then just people rain down chairs at him. That would have been great. Yeah, that would. I'm serious. Yeah. Instead, we obviously know that's not going to end that way. Uh, there's the Rock comes out, yeah. who we have not seen in two hours. He's been a bad host because he hasn't shown up. He hasn't been doing his job. He decides, hey, we got an email because as of this point, we have an unknown general manager. I hate this gimmick so that bad. It really bad. Just so the general manager could send an email and says I think and so then the rock goes it doesn't matter what you think because I'm the rock and I'm a fancy boy here's what we're going to do that'd be great if that was like his next promo <laughs> he's like you guys got to fight fucking fight it's mania do a Wrestlemania moment I'm the rock and then the guys are like okay and John Cena has all his energy and he comes back in the ring and he's going to do some cool stuff and then the rock's like I don't like you John Cena your clothes are too bright I'll fucking give you an added what does he give him rock bottom the rock bottom and then the Miz is like, "Okay, I'll pin him. Don't hurt me, Rock." Yeah. And that's how it ends. But then he does hurt him. Does he hurt the Miz? Miz gets to people's elbow. That's so, right. Because at the end of the show, who you want standing tall is not your champion or John Cena. You want the Rock 
standing tall, your host. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we have... See you at WrestleMania 28. Our Rob. classic uh, two-song uh, WrestleMania video package to recap what just happened. It's somebody I don't know, and then Buck Cherry, and then back to somebody I don't know, and then back to Buck Cherry. I'm glad Buck Cherry is the one you know. Hell yeah, Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry, I interviewed the, their own ship rocks. Yeah. I think we've gone over Buck Cherry on the show. Have we not gone over Buck so. Cherry? Uh, Josh Todd from Buck Cherry, he's been clean for 20 years. It's all an act. Exactly. I don't know what to believe anymore. Their, their biggest hit, Cocaine, yeah. came out after he stopped doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. One of the nicest men. Do you know why? Uh, he was able to do that song because he stopped doing cocaine, and he didn't sell you his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was a horrible mania, and it really sucks. Even though every single time the Rock is on screen, you're enjoying it. Yeah, and Triple H and Undertaker gave an amazing performance, and I don't even like blame the Miz or Cena. I like the part where Miz got that real concussion, and he doesn't remember any of this match. Seriously, when the second oh good he move, he literally got he concussed. bangs his head on like the concrete oh shit they, and uh, he got legit concussed. He only the last thing he remembers is like the sparkler intro that he oh had. My gosh. He doesn't remember any of the match. He he was perfectly fine. Yeah, like, th- that's the thing what sucks about this main. It's like oh no one was bad. Yeah, no. This is but this is continuing. We're either seeing at this point we're not seeing as many like oh remember this thing you liked before here's a crappy version. We're just seeing like this is fine. Yeah, which is so much more disappointing. Yeah. And there's so many easy ways to fix like, this. Yeah. Just you, you could just take out an hour of the coal thing. Yeah. And not feel like you missed anything. Yeah. And be fine. Or you can add a bunch of cool shit and have women wrestle. Or give these younger guys five-minute yeah. matches. Yeah. Or give Kofi more than 90 seconds to do cool shit. Right. Uh, I would like to point out that there was one thing that I was just shocked by. Mm-hmm. I have never used, heard the word addled. To describe anyone's state in the state in wrestling, okay. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Jr. uses it to describe Cena, and I had to look up "addled" to see if he used the word correctly. Did he? he did, and also Lawler was like taken aback by that because maybe two minutes later, he like out of nowhere, he's like, "Did you say addled?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah," and then like he gave synonyms for "addled." Which makes it even a, a better call. Like, that's the kind of shit you're going to hear in a baseball game when they have, like, hours to kill. Right. These guys are so good at their jobs, and they knew how to compliment each other yeah. so well. Um, let me talk about Trump really quick before we yeah, close this. Um, it's kind of cool that the uh, the presidential candidate that I wanted when I was trying to uh, rock my vote because uh, he's not my president with Fat Mike is uh, Donald Trump. How's Everything that? Donald Trump said in the debate. Yeah. about George Bush is the same stuff that Fat Mike said about George Bush in 2004. Yeah, well, he has this... See, the thing with Trump is he has this really weird conspiracy theory that it's amazing that it's getting traction is that he has this theory that George Bush was president during 9-11. <laughs> it's really weird. Oh, man. Um, is that is that hurting your love of Donald Trump that he's actually right on a rock and 9-11? Oh, no, completely. Because okay. completely, I, I, it's, it's the whole wrestler. He's a wrestler thing. I, yeah. He's going to say exactly what he believes when it will help him and then not when he's not. That's yeah. it. It's super simple. Sort of like how John Cena is the best. Um, I sent this intro to mutual friend Stephanie Haas, and she said, is John Cena Jesus? And the answer is yes. The same way John Cena and Donald Trump are the same. Like They'll just alter They'll take the booze. They'll take the cheers. It's the same. As long as they're saying something, you're winning. Yeah, because who headlined this uh, WrestleMania? The Miz. 